Welcome to the BeastNet Podcast, proudly presented by the Beast Obstacle Course Racers and sponsored by GH Unders Performance Base Layers. Here we discuss all things athleticism to obstacle course racing, endurance to nutrition, our team, and more. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody, it's me, Mike and Adam here. Um, we decided to do a special little kind of year in review episode for, for Christmas morning. Um yeah, so we're just going to kind of roll right into it and go with it. Morning, Adam. Morning, Mike. How are you? I'm doing all right. Merry Christmas, Quantica. Merry Christmas, Quantica. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still working on it. It covers most of them anyway, so. Yeah, it misses Festivus and a couple others, but it covers most of them. I started saying Happy Krampus, but I just get weird books. So maybe, maybe I don't do that. I like Happy Krampus. I think Krampus is a great idea. But. <laughs> Maybe it's not such an American thing. Yeah, I know, but I've seen all sorts of crazy things for Christmas this year that gave me ideas I wish I would have had when my kids were younger. Have you seen the one where they sit there and say, you know, wrap a bunch of empty boxes and every time your kid does something bad, throw it in the fireplace? Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is so awesome. Oh, I wish I had a fireplace if my kids were younger. <laughs> See, we never did anything like that, but, um, you know, we do, we did grow up with some folks that we know that would occasionally wrap meat, uh, from the butcher and would just like go throw it in the, under the tree in a present. Kids would get all excited and be like, why is this present doggy? Uh, why does it smell? They're like, oh no, no, that's, that's the Legos. Maybe I'm the only one that grew up with, you know, weird family. That is weird. That is very weird. I was going to say, the one thing thing my parents ever did to me was one year they wrapped a bunch of, this this will tell you how old I am, by the way, wrapped a bunch of CDs, and I'm opening the CDs like, um, I don't have a CD player. And then, yeah. Yeah. So they wrapped a bunch of CDs, and then it was like an hour after we were all done wrapping presents, my dad brought out the CD player. So it was like, really? Yeah, it's like you're going to buy me a bunch of CDs and I don't have a CD player, so. <laughs> and I can remember what CDs they were. It was Sir Mix-a-Lot and Jesus Jones. That's awesome. That's how old we I am. Well, I don't know if that's that old. I mean, I had a Walkman with a, you know, the self-recorded cassette tape. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel it. You know, I think the probably coolest, um, you know, experience as a kid I had is my parents had a scavenger hunt. Um I wouldn't call it a true kids obstacle course. Uh, there were no walls or spears, yeah. but um, you know, they basically had us go around the block at the time. It was a couple of miles. Uh, we had to go find certain things, get different codes. And then we ended up, you know, eventually uncovering a Nintendo 64. Gosh, what was that? 96, 95, something like that. Wow. Uh, that was a cool Christmas. <laughs> that sounds like it would have been. I know my dad did that once with my mom. It was just, he got her really nice, I can't remember, it was something, some kind of jewelry, and had her do a, a scavenger hunt through the whole house, and it was kind of cool. But we never, they never did stuff like that for us as kids. He used to play jokes. Um, my dad was really good about, like, no matter how you wrapped something, he could tell you what it was before he opened it. I even one year got him a chocolate golf ball, put it in four different boxes, and the final box was like four foot by four foot. And he told me it was a chocolate golf ball before he started opening it. I'm like, mom's telling him or something. Something's not right here. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. No. So for today, I think kind of what we were thinking of for our Christmas special is go over kind of some milestone events with the group, the, with the team. Yeah. And kind of 
predictions down for 2018. All right. Sounds good. So what kind of milestone events have you got? How was your... Um, so, I mean, if we break it down, uh, gosh, we've done, as a team, throughout several different states this year, we've put on 49 free workouts. Yeah, which is awesome. I mean, you know, for one, just to think of where the team came from and how it started with basically the, the idea of having workouts and a team together to go run races. And now it's just, we have had 49 this year in multiple states. I don't think anybody, you know, in the original OG, the OG beasts would have thought we were going to be at this place, that we were going to go this far. Yeah, it's, know, man, it's incredible. Yeah, it is. I think, yeah. And uh, only because... I have a filing cabinet full of physical waivers and not all of them are here yet. Um, uh, we have over 400 or excuse me, almost 560 now, uh, counted waivers for 2017 workouts. Wow. That's crazy. It, that is awesome. Um, we had some that were just massive, you know, some with, you know, four or five people and, and, I think it is. I think it's harkening back to um, our roots, right? People yeah. getting together to train and you know help each other get to that next level. And I think that's something that's really important moving into twenty eighteen and years beyond. Is you know we don't have to you know go and have you know a thousand workouts a year or something just no. insane. But I think if we, as long as we have these these places where people can go and be silly and you know, go do burpees in a park or, you know, run through the water or, you know, go play plank, duck, duck, goose. Um, I think that's the important thing is having a safe place where people know that they can maybe take their friends and family that might be a little scared to go work out and go have them try something new with good people that they know they can trust. Yeah. And I think that is really cool. I mean, it's like, it is. It's a group you can trust. I mean, there's no judgment in the beast. And that's one thing I've always loved about the beast. There's no judgment. Um, as long as you're trying to move forward, people will help you. Um, yeah, you just have to have a positive attitude and keep moving forward. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's exactly So uh, I can't make any promises for 2018, but, you know, I, there's uh, some, some OGs, beasts, and some other, you know, newer beasts that... Um, are kind of coming into the fold and they want to help expand the programs as far as, you know, existing workouts, they want to come and help out. Um, and we've got a few beasts um, that have offered some other services. I, I definitely think we're going to see a few more in 2018, nice. but I think overall we're going to see a better program as far as resources, gear, um, and education as well for folks that um, are not just participating, but those that are helping on the workouts. So I, I can't wait to see what this conversation looks like next year. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I mean, there's a lot of growth coming um, this year. Um, like, you know, I saw that, you know, Janelle is going to be taking the class to, to be able to learn how to, you know, tape people correctly, um, which she's already, she's in class, she's going to school to become physical therapist, correct? Yeah, she's yeah. Uh, working on her doctorate of physical therapy now. Yeah, so I mean that's that's a huge thing to have people in the group with those kind of that that kind of knowledge. Um, you know, we have people. You know, like I said, Janelle, who's you know got that kind of background. We have other people in the group I know that have other types of medical background. Um, 
multiple people I know that can teach first aid CPR in the in the group. So I mean, there, there's multiple things we can offer and that are gonna I think are gonna come to fruition next year and make the group even better. I totally agree. Um, you know, what if we get to that point where you know we've got our own branded rock tape and you know you can reserve a spot, you know, for ten minutes or whatever before a race or in a certain time period with you know one of our B state team members that you know, can help get you taped up appropriately. I think that would be a really, really cool benefit um, that would really help people feel equipped, especially knowing that, you know, with kinesthesiology taping, that's one of those things where a lot of people do it. A lot of people don't know how to do it properly. They're, they're taping muscles and not movement. Um, yeah. And that's something that you know, if done incorrectly, it could actually be detrimental. Um, so I think, you know, having people that really know their stuff um, and then being available to our team members, I think that's really important. I agree. It is. Um, it's one thing that I've had. I mean, you know me, I've gone through some multiple injuries and KT tape and stuff like that's really helped me. Um, so having someone that knows how to do, you know, the, that kind of tape, the rock tape and all that stuff, at the things and do it correctly, I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I agree. I totally agree. So, yeah, I'm not sure what that, that's going to look like at the end of next year, but um, that's definitely in its infancy stages as far as, you know, getting maybe one person a year done um, and or, you know, more, seeing how that goes and kind of developing a team for at least, you know, our core, you know, big Pacific Northwest races getting out there, maybe a couple small local ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where we can have kind of that assistance. Oh, yeah. I, I think it'll be good. Yeah, definitely. That's going to be cool. Yeah. So, so what else? What, uh, what in your mind is uh, is a big milestone that we've hit this year? I, I think it's just the growth, you know, for the group as a whole. I mean, it's just, you know, everything we've done, um, we've had for, what, the third year in a row, I think. Well, actually, they're still voting on it. But, you know, the biggest team in the Northwest, um yeah, I mean, it's just the growth. I mean, how quickly we've grown and how much the team's become more than what it originally was to a point that it's support, uh, a huge support group for so many people. Uh, you know, biggest team at, you know, multiple races. And yeah, just a huge place of support for everybody. I think that directly aligns to our, our vision and mission statement, right? Is providing multiple channels of positive and engaged personal and athletic growth as well as our, our vision is supporting and assisting transformation people to the next best version of themselves right and i think i think that is probably the most critical piece is is being a group that you know and let's be real like obstacle course racing for some people it's extremely seasonal and or some it might be seasonal in their life you know, they might do it yeah. for a couple of years to drop out and come back a couple of years later. Um, you know, some might only have the ability to do two or three a year, if that. And some, you know, might go do 50. Yeah. Um, but I think having, you know, on a core and established group where if they know it's a safe place that, you know, they're going to be looked after and that, you know, they can be vulnerable. I think it's extremely important. Yeah. And I think as we grow, I think that's that's going to be the most critical piece of our identity is, you know, I think going from point A to point B is fine and everyone knows the destination they want to get to. I think it's being flexible in their, uh, 
in our approach and how we get there to keep our, our culture and our identity. I think that's going to be the thing that, you know, going forward as we get larger, we start getting more members uh, and breach that 2000 mark. I think that's going to be the most important thing. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, the thing is with like, that's really cool with being as large a group as we are is, I mean, I travel a little bit with, you know, racing and last year I went to Vegas and Hawaii and, you know, Montana. Um, and every single race, there was another beast there. I have not made it to a race where there wasn't a beast. And that's, what's kind of cool. Sometimes, sometimes I wouldn't know who they were. I just saw the shirt and said, Hey, that's another beast. Um, other times it was beasts that I knew. I mean, you know, ones I wasn't, didn't know were going to be there. just happened to be like, Oh, wow. Um, but we've become a big enough group that pretty much no matter which, where you're going, you can find another beast that's going do, you know? So, and I think that's kind of cool. I agree. You know, I think, uh, one big milestone and, you know, it's a little fuzzy at first. And I think we're starting to see it really come to fruition the last few months is, um, you know, the, the what, November, December last year, um, our Beastmaster opened up a new business and had some life stuff going on. And he approached me and said, hey, take these reins. And that was kind of a terrified moment and an exciting moment. But, um, you know, as the team has kind of transitioned and there's been more, I guess, responsibility. Um, and then we've started looking towards our team members who are, you know, I believe in a system of meritocracy and hardworking you know, people that are, you know, participating and they're, they're putting in work to do good things for the team. You know, people like that that are talented and passionate about making a great thing, trying to give them places where they can um, shine and do great things um, and help bring build our team. I think we've really kind of flipped around a little bit where, you know, we might not have had as much structure um, as far as, you know, maybe events or, uh, you know, who's doing what. And I think going into 2018, we're going to see a completely different element as we, you know, have our application resubmitted as we, you know, build out a couple of new special teams. We've got Brian overseeing our brand new pro team with Ted as its captain and Kim, uh, captain of the ambassador team. Um, so just a few places where we just haven't had dedicated resources, uh, before where they're just, just starting to get rolling. Um, I think that's been maybe a fuzzy milestone for 2017. It's kind of been a general um, transition. I think we're going to see that go full bore um, in the next few months, especially. And I, you know, I have no idea what we're going to look like in 2018 at the end. Which is good. I mean, we're we're growing, and, which is amazing. And like you said, I mean, there was a lot of I think there was a lot of ideas before this year, and this year there's just been a lot more structure. Um, you, you've made an effort to bring in, cause I can remember the first time we talked about me doing anything was in Montana this year where you asked me, said, Hey, you know, is there anything that you want to do? And you asked a bunch of us, you know, Hey, you want to come in and do something within the beasts? And I think that was a huge step was, you know, really asking the rest of us, Hey, what do you want to do to make it go forward? Um, which was kind of new. I mean, I know, you know, and nothing against you know, Drew, Drew did an amazing job as a Beastmaster, but it just, since, you know, in this last year, it's just been a different structure. It's, 
really come out as, you know, pretty much everybody working towards something bigger than before. And I think it was really, really awesome of Drew to understand that he was he was the guy to get the get the group started, but he wasn't the person to take it to the next level. Not this point in his life. He had too much other stuff going on personally. And to be man enough to say, hey, hand it off to you and say, hey, can you do this? And can you please make this group grow? Yeah. Well, you know, thank you for the, for the compliment. Um, I got to say, uh, Drew, the Beastmaster, built up our foundations to what we are. And, you know, what the growth we've seen, I think, is only a natural uh, expansion of what was already there um, in the woodwork, maybe not necessarily carved out. But I think with his guidance um, and some of the OGBs like yourself, I think that's really built out exactly kind of our, our identity and our foundation. And we would not be who we are where we are today without that. No, I don't think we would be either. I, I think it's, you know... The original group that started this, the the OG Beasts, I mean, I know a lot of times I kind of get thrown into the OG Beasts because I've been around since almost the beginning, but um, the original group of like, what, the 12 that met in, you know, November of 2014 or December of 2014, you know, they, they set a foundation that has built an amazing group, you know, and the rest of us are just kind of, we're building on that foundation that they started. I agree. So. I agree. Also, doesn't that sound like a superhero group, by the way, like the OG-12? Yeah, the OG-12. <laughs> <laughs> that does I mean, actually. you got like the Sinister Six out there and the other, you know, <laughs> the OG-12. The OG-12. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something so, to talk about on the Renerdish podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, So what kind of milestones has Adam hit this year? I know we've talked about the group a lot, but what, what, what milestones have you hit? there's kind of three avenues of that the first one um i'd say is beast endurance so beast endurance has been kind of my i don't know my folly or my my vice um you know i i love helping make events that are tough but also ridiculous and fun to get people out of their comfort zones not just physically but mentally um you know at one point we had people dousing an entire hill that was maybe a good you know, three quarter miles in total length between the, the dousing section and everything in water. We've had people do the Macarena in the woods in the middle of the night. Um, we've also had, you know, tough double sandbag carries for, you know, four miles or, you know, sections where we've had long walks, bounded up tons of stairs. So I think, you know, the first part is, you know, beast endurance has been something that's kind of been a personal thing for me. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of, rebranded itself and grown a lot um so we did beast breaker 01 last or november 2016 and that was our first kind of not like a test event anymore where we had you know said let's go do something for real let's go do it together as like an official event right and we've gone from that where we you know we kind of we knew a little bit of what we were doing and our goal um but like i said we 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 knew where the point B was, but we didn't know exactly how to get there yet. And I think that's made it complete leaps and bounds in the last year. I think the Feral series with the, 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 the new miniature events, I think, you know, the first one was fun, um, but I think the third one was the best. Um, 
and really kind of capture the essence. And, you know, maybe sometimes you just have to do a couple to learn. Um, but these particular this year was fantastic. Uh, and I think leading up to Ghost, it's really built a solid foundation of, you know, what we can do. And I've learned a lot from that. I've learned, you know, how to not just be a better man, but a better listener. And to be comfortable, not necessarily holding the reins, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's the first of kind of three big ones for Adam. Did I lose you? Yeah. Oh no, nope. Sorry, coffee. Okay. So you were like mid sentence, and then I'll send um, you down. Let's see, 2016. Um, got my SGX certification. That was exciting. That was tough. Um, we put a lot of effort, maybe not as soon as I should have, into it, but um, into really learning and growing that knowledge. Um, I thought it was important for me to, you know, just because of, you know, some of the stuff that I've been touching or been involved with or wanted to help see grow, it's important for me to actually have some, some really specific knowledge from Spartan. Yeah. Um, ended up building out a 12 week plan that has been tested for several months now by, you know, about a dozen and a half beasts. And once we get it, finalized and touched up we're actually going to be giving the entire 12-week program to the team for free that's um, awesome no charge no harm no foul if somebody wants something personal obviously we can work something out and eventually we'll we'll offer some more stuff but the idea is you know part of that culture of support and you know really going out of the way for each other i think it's important for us to have you know a training plan that's tough but also scalable for anybody of any athleticism level yeah but it's going to get anybody, you know, maybe a brand new beast that's never done anything before to go from, you know, a couch to not just doing a race, but crushing it. Um, they say that if you want to go crush something that you got to train harder than what the event actually is. Yeah. So I think that's, that's been a huge pillar of growth for me. It's really, I think, you know, put my money where my mouth is per se. And, uh, it's really enforced some great values. Um, as well as opened my eyes to, uh, you know, some programmatic and uh, metric areas that I really, I had considered before, but not as in-depth. Yeah. And I think Spartan did a, a very good job with uh, with their SGX program. Yeah, they did. Yeah. That's some, yeah. So what, what, what do you have going forward looking at 2018? Um, like personally or? Both. I mean. I mean, we kind of know some of the stuff we're talking about with the, the beast. I mean, we've got ghosts. Um, you know, uh, we're I've seen the five K plus that's been you know being worked on. Um, the pros, the ambassadors. I mean, we we've talked about all that stuff a little bit here in the past and all that. But you know, what does Adam got coming? That's a great uh, question. Um, I'm going to be. You won't see me participating in as many races this year. I'll be at races physically to support a little bit more. Um, and that's mostly because I'm going to be investing a little bit more of my money on a couple more difficult events that uh, I'm going to do a little bit more endurance, do a few more, do a few ultras um, that, you know, that will require some travel. But most of my budget is actually going to be going into um, education and year long challenges. Yeah. Um, I start my SGX level two next month. Um, I'll be doing Spartan X in March slash beginning of April. Um, and then uh, 
friend of mine and I will be doing um, a running coach uh, certification class starting in the summer. Um, so really just trying to expand my knowledge as far as what I can offer and yeah. what I can help bring to the table. That's I think awesome. that's important. Um, and that way too, if, you know, as that growth comes in as well as, you know, growth from professionals already in the field that have great insights that they're bring, starting to bring to the table for us um, in new ways. I think that will really um, not just help me grow personally, but I think that'll just reinforce the strengths in our team. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yes, man, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I'm, I don't have huge plans in 2018 yet. Really, I've just decided that 2018 for me is going to be the year of no excuses. Um, I just feel like the last couple of years, I mean, you know, I know people tell me they're probably pretty good excuses, you know, a shattered foot and all that kind of stuff kind of held me back. Um, but this year is going to be the year of no excuses. Um, I keep looking back at, you know, I've I, right now I'm honestly probably about almost the heaviest I've ever been. And part of that is because I let the excuses get the better of me. Um, you know, when I hurt myself in Seattle and did something to my, my calf, I could have done other things to keep myself going, you know, on the physical side. But instead, I, I took that as an excuse to pretty much sit on my butt and do nothing. Um, so this year is going to be the year of no excuses. If I get injured, I'll find a way to adapt and modify my workout so that I can continue to move forward rather than to stagnate or go backwards. So that that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm hoping for a triple trifecta again this year in Spartan. You know, I've already signed up for a couple other local races, terrain, rugged, warrior, all those. But uh, mainly it's going to be the year of no excuses. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Well, um, you know, I think that's what it, we ultimately we have to do. I mean, you've heard me probably talking a little bit about some of Jocko Willing's books lately in ownership. I think, you know, his mentality on, you know, you can't have excuses. You just have to own it. Yeah. It's extremely beneficial, and um, I think that'll change the game for a lot of people with taking that kind of mentality out. So I'm excited to see um, see, see where you go. Yeah, and like I said, it's one of those things that, you know, it's so easy when you have an injury to just be like, well, I'm injured. I'm going to sit on my butt and eat some potato chips. Um, and that's not the correct attitude. What it should be is pretty much, okay, my left leg doesn't work, but my arms work. My upper body works. You know, if one part of you is injured, there's usually another part that you can be working on that can still do cardio, can still build and make yourself move forward. And that's that was my mistake is I figured, you know, oh, well, this is hurt. So I'm going to sit on the couch and eat potato chips. And because of that, I gained a bunch of weight. Um, I let my you know, the fact that I quit smoking uh, my my craving for sugar that came after that kind of didn't help. So it, it's been a few things, but. This next year is going to be the change. Exactly. So. Why don't we take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right. Gray's Harbor Unders makes the performance-based layer clothing you want and need. Whether you work, hunt, hike, fish, run, or ride in the great outdoors, if you work up a sweat, Gray's Harbor Unders are for you because their unique dual-layer fabric removes moisture from your body and keeps your skin dry, even when the outer layer is completely wet. It's a base layer like no other. Get you some at ghunders.com. That's ghunders.com for the best performance-based layer you'll ever wear. Hey Mike, how are you? Doing good. It was, it was scary. I got got lonely there for a minute. <laughs> so we're talking milestones, both personal and team. Yeah. 
I think it's uh, important to mention achievement in those that support us. Yeah. Uh, we have a couple team members who, uh, you know, I think went above and beyond the extra the, the extra mile this year as far as supporting us. Um, and so had some custom, so the soft shell sh- uh, jackets that we have now for the team, the really nice Ogeo Crux ones or Ogeo something, I forget it, but really nice. They're super professional and they get this really cool embroidered Beast OCR logo on it. Um, but we had, uh, you know, ponied up some dough and had their name embroidered on it as well as Partner of the Year 2017. And one of those individuals hasn't received it yet. Uh, she'll be getting it here hopefully this next week. But, um, you know, Ben from GH Unders has been a massive advocate, advocate for us. Oh, yeah. Ben's been a massive advocate uh, since the beginning. Oh, yeah. Before the beginning. Yeah. Um, really supported Drew and, and some of his ideas, you know, before the team even existed. Uh, so I think, you know, that's a good milestone for partner achievement. I think going into 2018, uh, kind of like how we flipped the, you know, Beast Elite on its head into, you know, the pro king and ambassadors and, you know, it's the beginning of the foundation. So, you know, it might be a little rocky at first, but I think yeah. it's going to be incredible and 2019 is going to rock, but I'd like to see 2018 doing some very formal, you know, partner recognition as well as some awards for our team members. I think, you know, it'd be great to do not necessarily like a beast of the year thing. Cause I think that can kind of turn into, you know, uh, a popularity contest or something, yeah. but I'd love to see like, you know, Beast Awards where it's something like Most Improved, um, uh, Most Inspirational, you know, whatever, right? Where we can celebrate maybe specifics or like Best PR Improvement within a year. Something where we can celebrate the hard work that people put in. Yeah. Um, or something like that. I'd really like to see that at the end of the year where we can, you know, give maybe not necessarily a jacket, but maybe like a little plaque or a trophy or uh, you know, a medal or something that um, our team members can can have as as from their peers that recognize and vote together in a way where we can say, you know what, hey, you know, we saw you spend thirty hours of extra driving going and supporting, you know, another thirty different or ten different races where maybe you weren't racing but you were there supporting people and you helped get this person over the finish line. And they broke out of tears, just so happy that you were there. So, you know, because of that, you know, we just want to, you know, something to really thank our beasts because we have a lot of active members that sometimes they're not racing, but they're going out of their way to be supportive towards each other. So, I think you know that was kind of a first for us. Yeah. Um, and going into 2018, I'd really like to see that the end of next year be um, even more uh, more solid, more repeatable, and uh, a little bit more definitive. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. yeah, I think it would be nice nice for some of the beasts to start recognizing some some of the beasts that do different things. I mean, they're, they're, like you said, there are a lot of beasts that just kind of show up to races to support people and do whatever that don't really race. Um, other ones that, you know, kind of well, don't worry about their own PRs just so they can help others finish a race. Um, or, you know, do their first one. Yeah, or do their first one. Or, you know, I mean, I've... I've been involved with races just pretty much every year where there's somebody that's like, I don't think I can do this. And there's multiple of us that are like, Hey, you come race with me. I'll make sure you do it. You know? And, um, it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling to be 
to cross that finish line with somebody who said they couldn't do it and to know that you helped them finish it. And I think, you know, there's quite a few beasts that will do that for another team member and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think that would be, be cool to recognize some of the people that do that. You know, it's funny you say that. So my focus this year, too, when I'm racing is, like I said, I'm not going to be doing as many races as I am like there to support or do maybe a couple more dirt races. But it's I'm pushing to have more races this year where I can run with anybody. Yeah. And just be there with them and experience it with them. Um, <laughs> we have a couple, uh, well, I want to call them newer beasts, but beasts that haven't done, you know, they've been with us for maybe, you know, a year or so. And they've, they've not actually done a race yet. Yeah. And their first one's going to be the Seattle Super. They're, you know, they're, they're excited and nervous, but, you know, I promised I'd run with them. And they're like, oh, you're fast. Like, well, no, I'm, I'm going to be coming off an event. I'm going to be. Not as fast, so you know if you want to walk the whole thing, that's great. I would, I would almost prefer it. Yeah, active recovery <laughs> you know, in, in jest, right? But I think that you know, just just being open and saying you know whatever speed you want, let's just go do this and experience it together. People need that sometimes, and we have a lot of teams that, gosh, are so selfless. Yeah, we do. Um, you know, I mean, I really saw it in Montana this year. There was a whole group of us that. Uh, pretty much rallied around one of the other racers just to make sure, you know, she made it cause we knew she was having issues. Um, and, and I've seen it multiple races and heard about it at multiple races where people were, where, you know, somebody was having an issue and an entire group of beasts just like basically rallied around them and kept going. So yeah, it's awesome. So I guess Mike, you know, what I'd like to hear from you is, you know, knowing what I know about you and what you've been involved in and, and some of the crazy cool things that you've done this year. Um, what are some milestones for you that you are you're shooting for in 20, 2018? I'm getting this stinking trifecta in Hawaii this year. <laughs> I am doing it. I love it. It's been it's two years. Three, right? What's that? It's round three? Yeah, this is round three. And, and I've gotten one race more every year. Um, the first year I DNF the Beast, but then I finished the Super the next day. Um, this last year I finished the beast and the super, but by the time I finished the super, my, I didn't, I don't know if I had the wrong socks or the wrong shoes. My, uh, feet were blisters. Like it wasn't just like blisters everywhere. My feet were just one giant blister, both of them. So I just couldn't keep moving to do the, the sprint. Um, and this next year I'm going to do it. I'm going to do all three in a weekend. That's my big, my big push. Um, other than that, it's just going to be um, mainly physically. I, I want to lose some weight. I want to get back to, you know, I'm not smoking anymore, which I've known a huge improvement on my breathing when I run. Um, and I just want to get back to, I, I want to get back to being physically fit. Um, like I've said before, a lot of people don't realize this. When I, when I graduated high school at 140 pounds, um, I was into martial arts. I played tennis. I played racquetball, I was into mountain biking, all of this stuff, baseball. Um, it wasn't until I got older and had knee injuries and stuff like that that I gained the weight. And it really, it's something that's always really bothered me because I was so used to being that physically fit guy. And I want to get back to that. So that's my big milestone for the year. I want to be under 200 pounds and back to getting physically fit and feeling good again. 
simple with that. I know you can do it. Um, I I think you and I are a lot the same when we both are get a little stubborn on something. We just kind of make it happen. Yeah, I, I definitely see that happening, but I, I really see you being able to achieve that. Yeah, that's, know, so maybe I'll be down in Hawaii with you. Yeah, that'd be fun. Because <laughs> that beast is brutal. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, any other milestones or, or growth that we'd like to uh, talk about before we say our, our happy Christmas bit? Um, not that I can think of. I mean, we talked about most stuff with the, the Beast. I mean, I think the Beast is going to grow bigger and better throughout 2018. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm hoping to get smaller and better throughout 2018. Um, <laughs> I love it. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I know I got a huge team to support me through it. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, I hope you appreciated um, the time with us this this week on doing a little Christmas special, talking about kind of some milestones for 2018, 2017, and how our team's expanding. I hope you like getting these kind of inside peaks. I think Mike's an amazing guy who does a lot to put this together. Definitely yeah. puts up with me more than he should. <laughs> um <laughs> And uh, yeah, happy Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Krampus. Uh, what was the one that you were saying, Mike? Uh, Festivus. Festivus. Happy Festivus. Christmas Kwanzaa. Christmas Kwanzaa. Yep. <laughs> All the other good stuff. All the other good ones. Yeah. From from Beast to you. Merry yep. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast, brought to you by the Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. Like us? Great. Join us at Facebook or BeastOCR.com. And thank you.